I know what we have to do now. One last lesson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of astarwarspodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing? Doing very well. Cool. Yeah. Star Warsing pretty yeah. hard this week. Yeah, a lot, lot going on in the Star Wars world this week. There's um, been news every day, shows coming up every day. <clears throat> yeah. We have we have quite a bit of news, and then also some uh, some rebels wrap up to discuss. But we're gonna we're gonna remain spoiler free. We're gonna move the show around a little bit this week. So if you haven't watched the finale of Rebels and you want to stick around for the news and stuff, we're gonna do that first this week. So we're gonna before we get into you know what's been going on in our Star Wars lives, or I guess after we're gonna talk about the news, and then we're gonna do Creature of the Week and all that. We're going to wrap the show up, and then right after, we're going to do our topic, which will be spoiler-free discussion, theories, debates about the ending of Rebels and the the show as a whole and all that stuff. So if you don't want to get spoiled, just, you know, you can listen from here on until the, the end, basically. Um, so you should be good. But anyway, what's everyone's uh, life? What what have your what have your life days been up to? <laughs> so like I don't know what it is. Maybe my current job is is on a show that isn't awesome, but uh, it's led me to play a ridiculous amount of the Star Wars mobile game Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. Is it fun? I haven't played it yet. It's pretty good. It's so much fun. Um, I wish it was just a regular game instead of a mobile game. So, like, I could just keep yeah. playing all the time rather than waiting for the cantina energy and stuff like yeah. that. But in reality, once you get good enough, you have a lot of different sources of income to get um, the purple shards. And that you can convert into a ton of energy. So if you want to just, like, I get 50 shards from... Okay, now I'm getting to the to the micro no, go. of it. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I put probably so I, 50 hours in this game. Right? So I get enough shards at this point from the squad arena every day to pay for one, you know, fill up of my energy. So I'll do all my energy that I've stocked up and then fill it up again. And that's a good, like, hour of play. Right. Um, and I did spend $10 the other day because I'm like, yeah, take my money. Yeah, I don't, don't worry. I've spent, like, probably $30 on that game. <laughs> well, it's just so much fun and... I mean, kind of spoilers, but I'm like collecting the Rebels team because I want everyone together. And oh I want... yeah, <laughs> I think and when I... I stopped, I had I had Ezra and Sabine. I didn't have anyone else. I got I have Kanan and Hera right now, and then, uh, yeah, no, I'm just having a lot of fun collecting all the people. But like some of the characters are really fun, like throwbacks. They they've included a lot of different cool things, and it's just getting the collector in me and the completionist gamer in me all excited. So yeah, yeah. and the farther you get, you unlock new modes which have yeah. different currencies, which then give you different characters and like weird mods and stuff it's it's crazy and you're making me want to re-download it but like then i remember because i hit this i hit kind of a wall in the game like for the first i want to say 10 15 hours you feel like you're just blazing through the map right and then at some point you hit like a brick wall 
Yep. And it requires you to grind like a yep. lot. And That's where I'm at. I'm at yeah. like level 40, 45, 50. And yeah. I can't progress in the regular light side or dark side battles. But there's like other stuff to do, which I like. Like you can focus on collecting characters or like, I don't know. I'm still enjoying it. But yeah. I wish I it's had a, times for like. It, it's, a, it is a cool game and it's yeah. it's fun. But yeah, there like I, I did get to this point where like. I was logging in every day and literally just grinding and it was like so slow like it was becoming really slow um and i would and the the worst part is i would run out of those instant tickets you know right. those yeah so it'd be like oh i want to get shards so i can so i can craft you know yeah. ezra i have to do this specific mission yeah. so i'm gonna do it 20 times with these tickets but now i'm out of tickets and energy and i and I and I can't do anything now. See, I've been like forcing myself to play with the sound on and at one time speed to like enjoy oh, God, it no. a little bit more, <laughs> um, so that I don't just yeah just start feeling like I'm grinding for no fun, you know. I no four times speed automatic. I was like, let's go. <laughs> just like Josh doesn't have time for that. I'm like I'm like let's let's go like let's let's but get this done but the mechanics are intricate i mean when you start actually thinking about putting yeah. different characters with different abilities together you can create a power team the rebels team i've seen on the squads like you can use all of them and just demolish someone by having the right kind of deflections and, and protections up yeah i uh i would play mostly automatic but when i did the squads or if i did like really high level right. ones i wouldn't because yeah. uh i wanted to do but i i always kept the speed at times four because even when i play like final fantasy and stuff i want the bat i always turn the battle speed to maximum because i'm just like i don't want to be here for you know hours. any longer than you like, have to <laughs> well it's i love them but i'm like i the battles you know i'm trying to just grind i want it to go as fast as possible yeah so yeah I hear yeah you. anyway well, that was really in depth <laughs> it was there you go so if you had to rate this game you know what would you rate it for a mobile game, like if yeah. this is your option over Candy Crush, this is a thousand times better. Um, yeah, it's almost completely replaced Star Wars Puzzle Droids, and that was a game that sucked a lot, a lot yeah. of time out for me. I played that for a little bit, and I was like, mm, "I'm okay." Yeah. Nothing will ever capture Disney Emoji Blitz. Like that game got me for what? Months. Oh mean, my goodness! I remember when that came out. Disney Emoji Blitz is the bomb. I'm downloading that right now. It's uh, it's it. The problem is that it has the energy system, and it's frustrating because mm. I just want to keep playing. Because you're like, well, oh, it's so fun. Like I hate. Well, this can you do the system. Candy cut Crush uh, cheat? You can't do it on Heroes, but the Candy Crush uh, cheat is when you just set your clock forward, and then the thing refreshes. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh, Which is a great uh, cheat for any uh, Candy Crush or Star Wars uh, Rebel Droids people out there. <laughs> you just yeah. set your clock forward and it changes. I mean, what you could do if you were crazy is put blue stacks on your PC, which just emulates an Android tablet, and then you could install That's it, too much. Too much. And then you could play it on your PC. Yeah, I did that with Pokemon Go back in the day. Way wow. over my head, Josh. So I, I could, just know how to turn on play, the phone. I could play Pokemon Go on my PC, and you and you can fake GPS locations. Well, that ruins so you'd be the like, entire purpose of it, It Josh. really did, because I... I <laughs> Because I warped to this area in my town where you could like stand in the middle of three gyms and or like, you know, three Pokestops and just spin, like on your PC, Ew. and then and then you could just like, 
auto walk. So I would auto walk down a street and it'd be like, hey, a Charizard appeared. And you're like, all right. Cheater. Yeah. Well, it did ruin the game because I didn't play much after that. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm waiting for like a Star Wars interactive Pokemon Go type game where I could, we could catch would, creatures. What would you do? Catch creatures. Catch creatures. Catch uh, Lowe's wolves and stuff. Lowe's wolves. What would you put them in? I don't know. Starballs. Star <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if that's the name of an app we want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, about... don't call it Starballs. Just... <laughs> well, we should. <laughs> I feel like that would be good for marketing, actually. I think you'd get a lot of clicks because of that. All right, Alex, what have you been doing? Hopefully something more interesting than stupid games. Well, here's the stuff where you guys are talking about games for your phones, and the only game that I have on my phone that's a Star Wars game is the Star Wars Card Trader app, and it's not really a game. You basically collect digital trading cards. So hmm. it's it's this you're you're given a certain I amount did of tokens. That for a while. I'm I'm still doing it. Like yeah, it helps me not spend money on actual trading cards, but oh, it's still like it fulfills a collector need in me. Like yeah. right now, there's I don't have a lot. Like people have you know a lot more cards than I do. I have twenty four thousand forty in my in my um collection. Wait, how is that not a lot in any currency? It's not a lot because they released new cards like yeah, every week. They release new cards much. every week. There's variants. There's variants on the variants. There's signed variants that you have to spend $100 to get. Like it's, it is crazy. Whoa. But it gives me something to do. Like how this game is for you. It, you know, it kills time. This is for right. me. I'll be in a meeting at work and you know, yeah, they're talking about trust structures. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy what? a few packs what? of cards. <laughs> so that's but aside from that, I haven't really been doing much Star Wars. Um, oh, uh, I've been watching, uh, what do you call it, the Star Wars show, which I'm not sure, Josh, if you have this in the notes, but they showed a deleted scene from The Last Jedi. I have that in our news Awesome, story. so we'll talk about that. Yeah. And then also uh, listening to all the news about Mark Hamill's dedication for the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame today. That, that happened today, right? That happened this yep. morning. and it Which was last week, for if you're listening. <laughs> last week. So uh, on yeah. uh, Thursday, March 8th, usually when these things happen, they don't close off all the streets. So many people showed up that they had to close Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, that's awesome. I so, posted a, a video to our Twitter where you could see the aerial shot of the streets lined with people. I love it. I was this close to going, too. I'm kind of glad I did it though because I, that crowd was just yeah. yeah. That seems like a that seems nuts. Yeah, but aside from that, just you know, relaxing at home. Um, Rebels has been Rebels. a big thing, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. But uh, yeah, cool. What about you, Josh? Um, I actually have been working on a video essay pertaining to star wars and i don't know if it'll be out by the time this episode comes out because it's turned into a lot more work than i originally planned um but it's it's uh i i wrote the script for part one which is let me check the word count i might end up adding more but right now though it's at 1200 words and that's part one there's gonna be a second part uh but it's called The Mythological Significance of the Lightsaber, Part 1, Rituals, Connections, and Loss. And then the uh, second part will be all about uh, legacy. That's a good thesis. Lightsaber is like as an heirloom, basically. (laughs) I love Um, this. Please tell me you have a picture of uh, Grievous with his collection. (laughs) I actually was going to use a shot of that in in one part of it. but I had to, so I've spent a lot of this week, 
I've, I, I have had to record, like, a lot of shots from the movies, and, like, I had a whole, like, setup at my desk, like, getting shots and getting Clone Wars episodes and stuff, like, cool. recorded to, you know, use in Adobe Premiere, um, and, uh, it's, it's long, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's exciting, I, it's stuff that I've wanted to do for a long time, but I just didn't have time, and now that I have more time. I'm like, oh, I can tr- I can work on these and see if people like them. And if people like them, I might make more. You know? That sounds awesome. <clears throat> yeah. So I had to do a lot of research because I had a lot of the ideas in my head. And it was only going to be one video, mostly about, um, th- mostly about the legacy thing, which the second part is going to be about. But then as I started writing it and like looking at you know Joseph Campbell stuff which right. he was a huge influence on Star Wars and looking into like Japanese history and culture mm-hmm. which also had a huge impact on Star Wars uh i found a lot of things and then and then started writing them down and doing all these comparisons from like the comics and i i reference the new canon comics the movies and clone wars like wow. all in this video nice and so i've had to pull a lot of assets and stuff and then realized oh my gosh this is so long like i i i can't even i'm not even gotten into like the whole you know anakin's lightsaber as an actual symbol of something you know right, right. and i'm like i'm just gonna leave that out and do it in a second part oh there's, there's so much you can talk about just that lightsaber alone Exactly. I'm going to talk about that one mostly, but I'm also going to talk about the dark saber and some things because that also has a little bit of the same ideas. Um, well, not to get too yeah. technically in the weeds, I would love to uh, create a, uh, an asset database with you and just kind of assistant edit a massive project where we could break down footage from different episodes that we can use to like make different videos that sounds yeah actually really fun for me (laughs) yeah i uh asset databases or something i did at my last job and uh but yeah i have to get some more stuff i was hoping to have it done by friday but that's not happening uh it's just not happening because like all the vo is not done and uh it's like the more i kind of dig into it the more i like the video that's in my head I'm like, boy, that's going to be time consuming because there's going to be a lot of graphics and a lot of footage and like footage from lots of different things that I have to collect and comic panels and stuff. So I'm like, oof, this is going to take a while. So it might not, it's probably not going to be out this week, but if you're, by the time you're listening to this, it might actually be out. So just look for it on my Twitter account. The second one definitely will not be out next week. We can definitely put uh, it on the, uh, the, sh- the show's Facebook page and everywhere else, too. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and I was going to put it on the website, because it's... I think it's interesting. Oh, yeah. into, like, samurai uh, and, like, their, you know, the way they connect to their swords and, like, Joseph Campbell's stuff about rituals and um, all that stuff. And then as a... I posted this on Twitter, but if anyone didn't see it, a sneak peak thing that i talked about about how just how connected the users are to their lightsabers i don't know if you guys ever noticed this but in phantom menace uh like minutes into the uh, minutes into the fight for uh obi-wan and darth maul obi-wan cuts darth maul's lightsaber in half and then the fight goes on for more minutes 
until he himself is also cut in half. <laughs> yeah. Foreshadowing. Exactly. So I was like, this kind of stuff is on purpose. And even yeah. the lightsaber cut in half still worked. So we should have known that Maul would have survived. Oh my God, oh! Alex. I gotta add more to the script. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. That's funny. That's a funny observation. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, until you brought that up, I really I really never, you know, connected the two. That what yeah. happens to the weapon happened to the owner. Yeah. Well, it's like the joke whenever someone's lightsaber falls off a thing, it's probably because they're about to die. <laughs> um like another thing that I'm gonna bring up in part two i thought it was interesting that when uh, you know anakin's lightsaber luke has it it's the symbol of his legacy in a way how how kind of uh poetic is it that luke loses it like moments before he learns that darth vader's his father mm. like his hand gets cut off with it on it i was like that's interesting stuff but okay you'll see it it'll it'll come out eventually i'm hoping it'll be good but <laughs> Oh, it, that's it. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm looking. And forward And I've been to rewatching. It. Like I rewatched some Clone Wars episodes, specifically nice. to like find clues, you know. And I found them. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> there they are. Um, so that should be cool. Other than that, I I have not been doing much. I gotta say, much. I've downloaded the Disney Emoji Blitz app, and it's making <laughs> me enter my age and has all these silly Disney heads floating around and I feel really weird putting in my age. Like, Don't when they had when that app came out me. we actually were in downtown Disney and they had this whole little thing and we took pictures with the life size emojis and all that stuff. So um it's it's an awesome game. It is fun. <laughs> anyway, okay. news shall we news Yes, again? so like I said our discussion is gonna be at the end of the show this time. So for now let's get into the news. I have good news for you, my lord. Let's get on to the news here real quick. Uh, the biggest news story that actually broke today, thankfully it broke the day we were recording and not the day after, uh, John Favreau to write and produce a live-action Star Wars series for the Disney streaming service. So I guess our theory about that, um, that woman whose name escapes me, who uh, worked on Handmaiden's Tale... Mm -hmm. uh, I guess she's not she's not doing the show after all but John Favreau the uh, director of Iron Man Iron Man 2 um, what, what else was he in he was in another Marvel movie uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming yeah oh that's right yeah. he was he was in that um, yeah that that's that's cool I guess I'm, I'm still just like yeah, he's a great creative. He, he has a lot of, uh, you know, like, nerdy credits. Um, you know, he did The Jungle Book, which I thought was great. Um, you know, again, a, a lot of people were upset today on Twitter. Shocker. Uh, upset about what? Another white dude. Oh. Um, you know, but I think what I like about it is the big names. I like getting big names in Star Wars. Um, yeah. Someone who can... Pretty much, I mean, he's also someone who hasn't really done a TV show, so it'll be interesting to see what he does with that, with that creative control. Um, yeah, I'm about it. I'm about yeah. it. Yeah, he is um, producing it. It says write, but I doubt he's going to be writing a ton of them. Like he I mean, might he, write some of the bigger episodes, but 
Or like the larger, maybe, plot points. Story but, arcs. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Very exciting, though. I, I just am so curious as to what it's going to cover, what kind of thing it's going to be. Um, yeah. Is it bad that I hope we see Jedi in it? See, I was hoping we don't see Jedi. See, I see, uh, and maybe we'll get into this some more after, in our Rebels discussion. I feel like the next animated show is going to be very Jedi-centric. Mm, yep. Since we stepped away like from that. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the live-action show won't be very Jedi-centric. I was thinking when I was watching Rebels uh, over this week, I was like, yeah, I feel like it would have to be more this vibe, this kind of band of people doing their own thing on a very specific planet kind of thing right yeah we'll see i i'm still holding out hope for some kind of i'm sure john favreau could do some kind of guardians of the galaxy star wars thing you know i wouldn't mind like a humorous uh group of people that that are i don't know some smuggler stuff they're getting into hijinks i don't know i'm into that (laughs) All right, John Williams plans to retire from the Star Wars franchise after Episode Nine. Um, so that's sad because he's been around pretty much. He's done. Which movies didn't he do? I know he didn't do Rogue One, and he's not doing Solo, other than the theme. I think that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's done pretty much every Star Wars movie. He'll have done the the main trilogies. Yeah. Which um, you know he need he, he he's earned a break. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. We need some rest. It's yeah. a coup that we got the greatest score composer of all time to be <laughs> creating the greatest score of all time. It's pretty amazing. Uh you know, that Star Wars has that talent to its name. So thank you, John Williams. Yeah. Although John Williams is one of those like I don't think Ray's parents are just nobody and I'm like, Stop it, John. What? He said that? He's not allowed to say things. He did like say that. that. Oh yeah. boy. It's fine, you know, he's John Williams. He's Yeah. It's like I'm John Williams. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Do you know what I've composed? Everything. Everything. My boyfriend my f- didn't know who John Williams was. <gasps> And I was like, I know. So I'm like, get ready. He's composed everything. Everything you've ever loved. Yes. Yeah. I think my most, besides Star Wars, obviously, when I heard the Harry Potter theme for the first time, it was so perfect. It's like I had heard it a thousand times before, um, but in a good way. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's so talented. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. Uh, what else do we have here? Star Wars show reveals Phasma squealed like a whoop hog deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm not sure what that, you know. I'm pretty sure. Oh, a what? A whoop hog? Yeah, a Is whoop hog. Is that a VR creature? A whoop hog? I have no idea. But I didn't actually get a chance to watch the deleted scene. Alex, did you watch it? Yes, it. Uh, they debuted it on the Star Wars show this past Tuesday. Um, I won't say what it is, uh, if, though people can go watch it if they want. I think that this scene should have been in the movie. I feel mm. like it, it, it did a disservice not having this scene in the movie. I saw a lot of people saying the same thing. Like They, yeah. they wish it was in the movie. I saw some of it. Um like uh i i saw phasma like crawling out of the fire pit or whatever and all that but um yeah so i want i is wonder is it just an extension of that fight or is it a different it's an adjust moment? it's an adjustment to what we saw 
Uh, you know what? Okay. I mean, honestly, this I don't I don't think this is a spoiler. Are you guys okay saying what it is? I, it's not I, really a spoiler because yeah, it didn't actually scene. happen. It's a deleted yeah. scene. Um, so in the last Jedi, you see Phasma. She gets hit in the face. She falls back, and she calls you know Finn, rebels, and all that rebels come. And basically, the ground breaks underneath her, right? So in this version, she crawls up, and then there's this whole moment between Finn and Phasma where there's a bunch of stormtroopers around them and finn starts uh you know mentioning all the things that phasma did like you know you're you're all about control and all this stuff yet you squealed like a pig when we held a gun to your head and we made you turn off the shields of star killer base so basically he starts questioning her leadership roles in front of everybody and the stormtroopers start kind of giving each other these looks like you know wait we've never heard this before this person that we've been following is this is she really fit to command uh, she wipes them out, kills every single stormtrooper around them, and then you have one more battle between Finn and Phasma, and uh, where in the movie she falls into basically the, the ship falling apart and she kind of disappears. At the last moment, Finn grabs a blaster cannon and shoots Phasma in the chest, and she flies halfway across the ship. Mm. So there's that version leaves her, you know, is she alive or dead? pretty much you know sealed that she's dead i think what we saw in the movie there's still that chance of oh well maybe she survived so i don't know if they did that mm. so they could bring her back um maybe but the scene i feel was a lot stronger in the deleted scene than it was in the movie mm-hmm. interesting um i just i, I stumbled across an article on inverse.com that talked about how it adds a a another entry into the Reference insults referencing unseen space creatures motif that Star Wars has. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like the Nerf and the Gundarks yeah. and Womp Rats and but I like That's I like funny. when they do that. I like I'm it too. Bigger than two meters. <laughs> <laughs> like you smell like a f- uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, Exactly. Yeah. Right, uh. What's next? Well, Oh My Disney actually posted a bird's eye tour of the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge construction site at Disneyland, Ooh. which is being construct uh, currently being constructed. It's going to launch next year. So there's a bunch of pictures and stuff, and you can watch this video where they do like a drone fly through of it, basically. Oh my gosh. I'm so it looks excited. pretty cool, except nothing's finished. So it just looks like a lot of wireframes and stuff. And then it's funny because at the end, like they're doing the, they do this pull out shot and then they like, they do like an additive, uh, dissolve to like the concept art of what it's supposed to look like. And you're like, yeah, it looks nothing like that. Right <laughs> now. Uh, and then a nice little quick, like flash animation of an X wing going across the screen too. Yeah. Aww. Um, but cool. I mean, it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited, but I just want to see it like when it's done, you know? Yeah. But I like that they're keeping us updated. Yeah, they're like, hey, it's going to be totally cool. (laughs) We might be going over to downtown Disney this weekend, so if we do, I'll take some pictures and post it on our Facebook page. Oh, you're going this weekend? Yeah, there's there's some, from the top of the Mickey and Friends parking structure, you get a great view of the whole construction area. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. I might have to head over there during that, uh, when I'm down there for WonderCon. Oh, definitely. Because, uh... Saturday, I might have not a lot to do. We should do the void. We should, you know. Let's let's make we it a point to do. It. But that. aren't you going to a wedding though? Yeah, well, if we I mean, we can't do it Saturday, we can maybe do it Friday night. What void? 
Oh, Friday night. The, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, let's do the it. Star Wars Void VR experience in downtown Disney. Oh, this is a thing that exists that you haven't done. Yes, and I've been... Well, it just launched like two months yeah, ago. Yeah, it launched in... Shame. It, I, well, you know, here's the hard part. It it's They group you up into groups of four. And I want to go with people that I know. I don't want to get grouped with someone mm. that I'm like, hey, my name is Alex. My name's Bill. Like, you have that weird relationship. <laughs> I want to go and... In, poor Bill. Poor Bill, <laughs> right? Know. All alone. You know what? Bill can deal with it. Um, I, I want to go and enjoy this with people because, I mean, you, you're so immersed in it. I want to be able to make sure, like, I'm, I'm enjoying this with people that I know, not Bill from, I don't know, Tallahassee. I don't know why you're picking on Bills right now. All of our Bill listeners, I apologize. All right. Leroy from Mississippi. Oh, my God. <laughs> why Mississippi? Also, that sounds vaguely racist, but we're going to move past that. <laughs> Um, well, I'm jealous that you are even within striking distance of something like that, so you have to go. Yeah, I've been, I've been meaning to. That's cool. Yeah. Very and cool. And it's a good opportunity to go. So we'll have to do that. Is that uh, all the news? Um, I believe so. Uh, there was a news story. I don't know how much this is. You know what? Let's. Not, I'm not gonna say it because I don't know how much. I don't know how real it is, and it's kind of just like whatever. Even if okay it's... then. So that is for it for the news. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess it's time for our creature of the week. Ochabuck. They want no wonder. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> What's our creature? Our creature of the week is the loath cat. So I picked that, and you know, because we're talking about Star Wars Rebels. So, loath cats were members of the Tuca family, a native to Lothal, often found on the grassy plains of the Outer Rim planet. They were small, uh, temperamental creatures, and while at times friendly, were still able hunters with sharp teeth and claws. And they ate loath rats, <laughs> because nothing on Lothal can't have loath in the name. I'm surprised we haven't done loaf cats before. Yeah. Well, that's a good opportunity to do it now. Next they week, loaf rats. They, they are also non-sentient, so they they fit into the. <laughs> they fit into the thing. Okay, so so what's the dumbest what, what's the dumbest animal or object you can think of that would exist on Lothal? It has to have the name Loth in it. Uh, well, see, I think the cool thing. About <laughs> Wait, what did Nicole say? <laughs> Nicole yells from downstairs, loaf worm. <laughs> loaf worm. The lowly loaf worm. Um, well, the thing about Lothal is I, I would disagree. I think all Lothal animals are somehow super force sensitive and sentient. So I think the loaf cat knows what's up. Just saying. I'm going to go all with right. loath flea. Loath flea. Because <laughs> if there's loath wolves, there has to be loath fleas. I'll trade you four loaf apples for that loaf potato. Where are you from? I'm a loaf people. Loaf people. I'm mad because (laughs) when I was going to watch the finale, I was telling you guys, and you're like, grab a loaf cat, and I immediately went online to try and find a stuffed loaf cat. There's not, like, a good one. There's not a go-to, here is our marketed Star Wars plushy loaf cat. So if anyone finds one, send it to me. The only ones that were ever made were for Star Wars Celebration or uh, Europe. In 2016, they created a white loath cat and the standard brown multi-tone loath cat. 
I want to say this is a missed opportunity, right? You think that they would have had him at least on on uh, her universe or even hot topic, right? Guess not. Uh, they need to they need to bring him back. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, Disney will sell them in the. I I hope that there's like rebels and Clone Wars love in the parks uh, as well as just like references to the main, you know, movies and stuff. I'm sure there will be something. Yeah. It'd be smart. You know, market everything you have. Right. I'm just so high off Rebels right now. Like, it's just, I'm so proud of Rebels right now that I hope that it still continues to get, you know, prominent placement. And yeah. I want a Loath Cat. I want one. <laughs> and speaking of Rebels, we're going to go right into our discussion. So if you're not going to listen to the rest of the discussion, you've been listening to Long Time Ago Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find our Twitter account at lta underscore radio i guess that's becky's job i don't know why i'm saying that uh if you want to follow uh, you okay let me start this over <laughs> go to go to our website a star wars podcast.com if you want to learn more about the show and find all our older episodes we're also please leave us an itunes review all the good stuff it helps a lot if you want to follow me personally on twitter uh you can do so i'm at the jawa josh becky where can I find you? I am at Rebecca June Lane. And as you said, our official Twitter at LTA underscore radio. You can find me Dapper underscore Fett on Instagram, Facebook.com slash long time ago radio. Go, uh, go like our stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. whales <laughs> okay okay so much to talk about so much to talk about i took so many notes but i won't like go, go crazy no go for it i'm always you know i'm always glad to hear that you took notes yeah you bring up a lot of good it. points too it really does yeah. help things i f- totally <laughs> forget guys. about so well i just want to start with the most important thing that that we that that happened so i didn't watch i watched all of these over the last three days i didn't watch any of the newest batch until I watched all of them up until the finale two days ago and then the finale today. Um, but the most important takeaway for me is official canonical confirmation that Rex was at the Battle of Endor. Yep. I saw that and I was like, oh man, the fanboys and fangirls are just squealing right now. <laughs> I freaked out. I was like, hooray! Um, but just such a great nod to fans and the universe. Um, but anyway, all of it. I guess this this collection of a couple episodes. Whew, uh, I don't even really know where to start. Um, I guess we start at the first thing and the crazy thing that happened, right? Or well, I was gonna say, just starting off that the first of the it was actually two episodes. They made it seem like it was three. It was two episodes. Uh, be, at least that's how it showed up on Amazon. One of the episodes was like, with the first episode where they attack the base. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the second episode was just 45 minutes long. Yeah, that's how yeah. it was split out on Disney XD as well. Yeah, but they but they they were like, oh, it's, it's three episodes. It's, like, it's not, though. <laughs> it's not. Well, well let's, let's go back a little bit because I want to talk about how – I mean, we're spoiling things here, Oh, yeah, right? spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. we're going all in. So the beginning of episode 10 – uh, you know, you just got the sense that Kanan. I I I, t- I was texting you guys. I'm like, Kanan's gonna die. 
Kay's gonna die in this episode. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen um, going into the episode, but once it went along, I'm like, crap, they're they're ending it. And I loved Hera being all drugged, drugged up. I thought that was so much fun. Oh, one of the first things though I noticed, Sabine's hair. Has her hair been dark this long or was it just this dark for these sets of episodes? No, I think it has been. Um... The dark purple? The like super dark on top. And I like... think it's been dark for a little bit, yeah. Okay, I was just wondering if it was this because I'm like, ooh, this looks. But why do you think Kanan shaved and cut his hair and all that stuff? Because he was about to die. (laughs) (laughs) There's something very ritualistic about it. I was was thinking a lot about watching all these episodes, and I think you've mentioned it before talking about Thrawn, but I had read something recently about the shape of water in Guillermo del Toro and how he uses objects um, as, like, totems and representations and, like, spiritual little things, and and I really like how this series has done that um, through Thrawn's collecting, but, like, when Hera was mourning Kanan in the next episode, you saw, you know, her clutching her little thing and then his ponytail. And, like, there, there's all these, like, physical objects that, that hold a meaning that makes the world a little bit more tangible that I really like. Um, and I thought that was emphasized in his passing. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you think of Kanan's death? Are we happy with it? Or do we? I, what do you think? I think it, I think it was nicely done. But I completely agree with you. I did not think it was going to happen so fast. Like, I figured it might be maybe in the last episode or two. But you get thrown yeah. right into it. And, oh, shoot, he's he's gone. Um, yeah. But I think they did a really good job in the way that they portrayed everything. And the whole, you know, like, like you're saying, the cutting of the hair. Almost like if he was baptized by fire into this new, into the force. Right. Almost like a samurai, oh. am I right? Very right, samurai. Write this down, Josh, for your thingy. <laughs> it's about lightsabers, not Samurai. But isn't it incredible the amount of creative control that Filoni has in pushing forward the myths of Star Wars? Like, I think this the series is such a good reflection on Disney because I know everybody was so worried when Clone Wars ended and it was moving to Disney XD that it was going to be a romp and just for the kiddies. But those first couple episodes were so dark and sad and but beautifully shot. Oh my gosh, the actual yeah. shot of him holding Hera in the fire was devastatingly beautiful, but you know, it, it's pretty crazy that he's allowed to make like okay, so then oh gosh, I have so many notes. Um uh I made a note at one point when Hera and Kanan were being adorable, being like, I really, really hope this ends with him deciding to stop being a Jedi and then them running away together and being happy forever. And then he died like 30 seconds later. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but um, apparently sometime in this time, they got busy. Yeah, me and my wife were trying to figure that out too. She At the end of the, the finale, she looks at me and she's like, what? When did they, when did they do stuff? Because you, like, there's really no time. I mean, so is the implication... There's plenty of off-screen time. Well, yeah, so they were just kind of, like, messing around and had never said I love you? Like, that's a little, like, Yeah, they always always kind of had a... A mutual understanding. (laughs) 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 I guess that's one way to put it. But no, that... I want... It it is kind of weird. You think in that kind of relationship, you'd want to express it not only physically, but, you know, words, too. But she used to say my love all the time. I just, I find it so interesting, the, the dynamic of their relationship. And I want the, like, 
you know, for adults, like, book version of whatever else is happening between well, them. But could it have been that she was... A- what happened between the hyper shits? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Thank could you. it have been that she, they, she, they were... The whole, like, saying I love you was that they had never said it out loud in front of others in the open? Because I feel like they kind Maybe. of kept their relationship a secret for, because of who he was as a Jedi. Right, right. And this was the that moment where they're, you know... You know, I, I don't I don't care what anyone know, what who knows at this point. I love you, and unfortunately, it was at the end. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Now my heart's hurting again. It must have been just like before then. I don't I, know that it super matters. Oh, like no, all that doesn't. matters that is that Jason Solo is now reborn as Jason Sindula, which I. Shout out to to keeping her name because what did he ever do? Am I Although, right? So <laughs> when when they showed the little kid, they had just finished talking about um, Captain Rex, and for a second there, for a brief second, I was like, wait a second, Hera had a kid with Captain Rex. It really <laughs> threw me off. Wait, but you this is like... an interesting question. When you have two of the people of, because they're not, she's not a human, right? There are uh, cl- there's clone. Um, we like kids in that Clone Wars episode about the des- the clone oh, deserter. Yeah. Wait. So evolutionary, evolutionary, evolutionarily, no, it way. shouldn't work. But it's also Star Wars. Life, so. life finds, finds a, a way. way. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love um, finds a way. Uh, but like, yeah. So the follow up episode after the death, I thought was so beautifully done. Um, when Chopper took Hera's hand. Yeah. I, like, oh my God. Couldn't. Nicole started weeping <laughs> i couldn't but like I, there was just so much cool stuff um oh one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is zeb not wanting to look through their binoculars at the creepy dude do you remember that part? oh yeah <laughs> it was just really random i saw some funny. people complaining about that what they were like they were like why, why is zeb like that i don't know that's zeb he's, he's you know he's yeah. he's just like that um, everything with the wolves. It was such meditative, beautiful filmmaking. Um, I wrote down all the words that the main wolf said to to Ezra to try and just see if you know what it would all mean. And all he says is, "I am doom. You ran. Fear. Fight together. Jedi Temple. Danger. Secrets within. Knowledge. Destruction. Restore past. Redeem future." And then he whispered, "Hera pregnant." <laughs> i also find it so hard the struggle between trying to keep the show pg and then showing what they actually want to show like you know they were gonna zeb was gonna beat what is that weird little rook 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 he was gonna beat rook to death and then and they let him go sabine's like now let's just spray paint him and i'm like that seems like yeah i'm with you because when he showed up it's like well now all of all the deaths are on your hands like it's it's your fault yeah and they had gone pretty far in clone wars too and still kept the same rating like they could they (sighs) could have i my one slight complaint with the rebels is that while in clone wars they showed more death because it was a battle i kind of wish they had shown a little bit more of that in this too there was always that like you kill all these people i'm gonna kill you oh you know what you're fine just we'll just get you later but then there's like flashes of it, like when in that mission in that first episode when they're in like the they've stolen the Imperial little shuttle 
And Ezra's like, sorry, guys, this is where you get off. He's cracking jokes when he's about to kill three people. Well, and to be fair, too, the giant ship at the end, think about all the troopers that were on the ship. Yeah, like, they just, totally. they just blew them up. And this whole time yeah. they're like, oh, this is a drill. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I, um. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I, I've heard a lot of people talk for a long like a long time about why are they why are they not showing death or whatever it's like they're not really showing death because it's a it's a y7 show you know so it's like they might fall off something but you don't actually know if they're falling to their death they could fall down there and like survive but most likely they're probably they landed on puffer pigs they're fine yeah so (laughs) It's one of those things where it's you have to remember it is like a Y7 show. And the stuff they do get away with, <laughs> actually, yeah. kind of like, wow. Uh, but Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we see Hera getting tortured and yeah. stuff. Like, there's some there's some dark stuff. Um, oh, moving yeah, forward. getting freaking tortured. So more into the Filoni extending kind of the mythology of, of Star Wars. Um, very cool when the wolves grabbed all of them to help them like travel and they went through that weird void and we got to hear all these voices and kind of flashbacks to the series um, which was cool. Another thing that I, I was trying to pay attention to and close attention to. Um, but why like oh yeah when the wolves were running and they just disappeared into the ground just beautiful animation um you know and then that whole episode we get reintroduced to the father the son and the daughter who saw that coming yeah that that was interesting because i had i did not i had yeah sorry continue I was just gonna say, no no I was just gonna say I we had talked about them before in that episode that featured them before as kind of being like a throwaway kind of you know um, Jedi I don't know kind of mind thing but here's more mythology to them and more established thing in the universe how do we feel about that I I like that I thought that was interesting to see how because actually because I, I kind of had a inkling that that was going to be coming up just because of the trailer and everything so i rewatched the uh, oh was it in the trailer it was in the trailer yeah so spoilers but uh, yeah trailers. but it was nice which one the, the mortis the family emperor the Who? mortis the, the mortis. father the son oh the oh yeah 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 it daughter. was in the trailer so i rewatched yeah. those episodes and it was just kind of interesting because you watch those episodes and this is something new to anakin and obi-wan yeah at a certain at some point the jedi knew of you know they knew of these these people so it's interesting to see how at some point their mythology got lost within the records. I mean, I'm sure the Jedi, I mean, we saw the Jedi library. It's huge. So it's just kind of nice right. to see that. Oh yeah. The, the Jedi have known about this. It's, it's just been forgotten over time, but it, it's, it was a really nice connection. Although I was kind of curious to see if we'd see more of them as opposed to just seeing, you know, they did direct them to the, the void and all that stuff. But uh, I was curious. Which to... we'll, we'll have to go into. Oh, definitely. Bit, yeah. But I was curious to see if they're going to use them for more than that. I I love it. I love again though. Like how amazing is it? They're like, okay, yeah, Felony, create this whole mythology about these ancient force people and go with it. Like that's so much power. I think he. Well, I think at the time, Lucas was still involved. I think Lucas uh, came up with the idea for them. Oh, like, really? He and Lucas came up with the Mortis cool. family. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it. I think the world between worlds is pretty sure shocking as a as a concept. Yeah, I mean that's got to be. So I would say all of these kinds of things, less so the Mortis family, but these kinds of um, a Jedi being uh, put into a situation where things are a little hazy in terms of time is all kind of stemming from the one scene in Empire Strikes Back. I feel like that's the source material for a lot of the weird stuff we see. Um, The cave where he goes and confronts Vader, who ends up being him, is kind of like the the foundation, the constitution written like, this is how weird we can get. But the void kind of breaches that and makes it reality. Um, I, I, I mean, that is probably the farthest out on a limb we've gone in terms of science fiction stuff. What do you guys think? Uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts? Because I have one. I'm just kind of... Yeah, it is is weird that... It's weird that there's time travel now. But in a very contained kind of way, you know? But it's also... It is science-y, but it's very... It's still in a... It's like a... It's like a mystical time travel... Right. ...kind of way. Um, I, I was... I had... I know, uh the star wars explained youtube channel he had this theory about the canaan seeing canaan in the portal do you guys think that was real because he he no. says that he thinks it was the emperor trying to tempt ezra Ooh, interesting because right after he refuses to save canaan from the portal the emperor appears in the portal um i, I don't think so I, I think he saw what he saw I, I highly doubt he has the power to do anything i think that's kind of like, because even with Ahsoka, he put puts her right. She ends up right back where she was, right? I, I mean, and and that even that part's up for discussion. Because before we hopped yeah, on that, to that, me and Josh were talking about that. Yeah, we were discussing. I I was saying, we know where she was. We don't necessarily know when she was. Yeah. Right. So like, her 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 being gone could uh, you know, she could have popped out when you know vader was walking out of the of the the temple but she also could have popped out right at the end of return of the jedi like we don't know you know yeah i'm 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 kind of a believer that she probably popped out at the end like 10 years later 10 years no eight to 10 years well the original trilogy is around like five to 10 years long I would. My assumption is that she was gone for just the amount of time that we saw, like, and then she came back, and maybe like Vader had bounced. Well, <laughs> like, oh, and, no. I, and that's what I was thinking too, is because you see Ahsoka going back into the temple, and for me, I, I, I mean, to me, it translates. You know, she got put back into the area. Vader's gone. It's date or it's a time difference, of course, but she's she's still kind of figuring out that whole area. I don't. I feel yeah, to me, I, feel kind of weird to all of a sudden go from you know, Vader leaving to a quick shot of, you know, eight to 10 years later, and all of a sudden she's going back in. Yeah, I don't get the sense. I mean, especially his message, like, you know, find me. I think that's meant to be like, you know, in the future. But I don't know. That's, that's interesting. It's it will, first of all, I just want to say I loved it. I know it's weird. I know it's out there. But you know, a lot of Star Wars fans always ask for stuff new that's new. And 
I thought it was gorgeous. I want to go back and listen to absolutely every sound clip. They were pulling from everything. Oh yeah, uh, Star Wars. From- Star Wars explained in a video where he he uh, faded in the clips of each of the sounds. Like so, oh. so when you hear Yoda say what he says or Obi Wan say what he says, he she shows like the actual clip. I love it. It's just so. they pulled from everything. I love how big the library of sound ups. I mean, we saw a little bit of it with uh, Force Awakens when Ray was having her trip out. Um, but it's just so exciting when they put bring all that stuff together. It makes the mythology seem so real. The Jedi kind of mythology. It was kind of nice to hear yeah. Kylo Ren's, you know, distorted speak in that spot too. Yeah. Oh, was Kylo in there? See, I need to go yeah. back and listen. Yeah, to Yeah, he's all. in there at one part. So Maz Kanata. Yes, yes, she part. is. That's so cool. It's cool. I like how yeah. they tie all that stuff together. Yeah. Um, so just going back to this whole, what, what's the the world on the other side or whatever? I guess it's almost like a linear representation of the Force, but also not linear. Um, just to go back, uh, there's the Clone Wars episode called Destiny. It's the one where Yoda talks to the priestesses who are representing the Force. Yep. So when I was watching that episode it felt to me like that was the way that the force was manifesting in order for Ezra to be able to process it versus it actually being a place. Whereas in the destiny episode, Yoda goes to this planet and meets the priestesses. You know, he, if you remember, he fights against like an evil Yoda. He actually meets one of the original Sith Lords, like all that. I think that these places, while they're not actual places, it's a visual representation as to how the character sees the force at that moment. I love that. And that's exactly what I was speaking to in terms of based off the thesis in Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back. It's all working off of that same thing of a Jedi having a certain vision or experience that helps them process. That's a really good connection. Because mm-hmm. I think it's, it, to me, it's a little, well, I mean, it's a little, it's it's weird. I mean, there, I don't think there's any way to say it's not weird, but it's also really, really cool. Um, yes. I don't think it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, yeah, you can walk between portal to portal and, you know, manifest all the stuff. Uh I mean, that's just the way that they're able to, to, to visualize the Force. Again, it's the whole, like, midichlorian argument. You know, midichlorians help measure your, you know, ability to, to connect to the Force. But before they knew what midichlorians were, there was still, you know, people could still figure, figure out if they were Force-sensitive or not. It's just another way of explaining, mm-hmm. you know, this mystical power. And I remember right. hearing people yeah, complain so- about, oh, that just, you know, looks weird. Why is there all of a sudden this place that you can walk from place to place? It's not really a place. It's just how they perceive it. Well, I love it. Uh, between, you know, that and, you know, Ray's different visions she's having. Like, there's, and then, you know, we see it again in the in the finale when Ezra is tested in that temple. Um, he walks in, he sees his family, and I don't think any of us believe that if he actually put his hand on that, you know, little pad that he would end up being reunited with his parents. Um, it was a test. It was the same idea of, of being presented with a choice. So going um, off of that moment real quick, was yeah. that actually a portal to his parents or was that the manipulation of Palpatine showing him, this is what you can have if you open the border portal to create this? I think he was manipulating Ezra to, I don't know what that would have done, but you know, it definitely wasn't a portal to his parents. Um, at least I don't think so. Yeah, um, maybe, I, I, same maybe, way. Maybe it would have, you know, maybe it would have surrendered something in his mind that would have let Palpatine control him a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. 
I I thought maybe this is what I thought. Yeah, I didn't think it was real, but I thought maybe it was a pl it was a play by him to get him to open whatever is in yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because Ezra can apparently open Jedi temples, and he opens holocrons and you right. know, things like that. Uh, and Sidious can't open it, which is why he had the temp like the part of the temple brought in brick by brick. Yeah. So that Ezra could open it, but then you wonder if he brought it in brick by brick, how how did they not just get in? But well, you have to have the force <laughs> to get in. It's not you're not actually stepping yeah, into so. a you know a room. You're stepping into. Uh, <laughs> but wait, ether. but Sidious can't get in? Like, he has force powers. But like, he's also not a Jedi. Well, I just, I, I love this continuing emphasis on on the mysteries of family, um, you know, and then also, like, not needing family versus, like, an Anakin who was obsessed with getting his family back versus accepting that he had lost them, which Ezra does in that moment and Rey does in her moment and even Luke kind of does in his moment. Um it's all very connected and interesting and beautiful. And I think when they go weird, you know, they leave enough room for interpretation, um, but they mm -hmm. don't go too far off the rails for it to feel like, oh my God, they're changing Star Wars. Um, I love it. I love it when yeah. it gets weird. I, I was told there's a bunch of uh, Tolkien in the final episode. Oh. Um, there was some quote uh, that I can't, as in J.R. Tolkien? I find it. What's up? As in J.R. Tolkien? Yeah. Because huh. um, Filoni's also a big Tolkien yeah. fan. Okay, you keep saying Tolkien. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is it not Tolkien? No, it's Tolkien. Oh, I've been pronouncing it oh. wrong all this time. Fancy, fancy. T-O-L-K-I-E-N. -T I must have missed okay. the scene where Boromir got hit in the chest. Like, that must have happened <laughs> off... You know, I thought I thought that was a supposed to be a joke like, like he got hit in the chest and was like Tolkien, I guess he <laughs> so when when, flew back or when Kanan is you know protecting Hera, it's just Boromir at the very bottom, and out of nowhere there's just a Urukai in stormtrooper gear. Just he hits him three times, and you know that's the end. There's uh, always that character. That's silly, silly. I will say something a little. Tolkien, it, Tolkien, I, I can't do it. I can't do it, Josh. <laughs> Tol, and then like, Keen. I get, I get what it's Tolkien. supposed to be, but it's like when you have a friend who says croissant, and you're like, "Come on, dude." Let's what is that? It's a croissant. A cris instead of as opposed to a croissant, oh. they say, "Oh, it, well, it's croissant." What are you I'm French? Like, get out of here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but okay. So back to the final episode. A couple notes I had. Um, the music. The music, this whole series was great. Um, when the wolves were coming out, they had like kind of a play on Duel of the Fates. That was cool. Um, uh, Hera and Sabine's fighting tactics in that scene were awesome. Um, there was a really great shot during the firefight once they got to uh, the Lothal Dome, um, where it was like just like a cover and shoot section, but the camera was like in a really interesting way and the guy was kind of dodging the, the the lasers and it made people missing seem to make more sense it's always frustrating to me how these stormtroopers can't freaking hit a guy who's five inches in front of his face hey um, those helmets visibility sucks i'm telling you firsthand <laughs> there, there you go you'd think they you'd think they'd face that they fix that um is there a design on the bottom of thrawn's ship yes yes what it's is a that chimera 
That's sweet. I've never registered that when, before. When the yeah. Thrawn book came out, was it Comic-Con or one of the conventions had an exclusive slipcover? And it's that design in, like, clear plastic over the cover. It That's is, cool. It's a beautiful book if you can get it. I want to know, like, who he commissioned to have his own fancy special little ship design done. That must have set them back a couple million credits there. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, I loved how... Uh oh my gosh, the moment when Ezra is like one last time and he opens the vent and then he looks at Sabine like it was so good. Um and Sabine distracts Hera, but like this continuing theme in all these movies of we just saw it in Last Jedi too of at some point the Jedi says, "Okay, I'm just going to go and face the really bad Sith person now. Sorry guys, I got to do this." Um confronting these threats head on just with their own Jedi abilities, you know, it's a reoccurring motif. Um, and Ezra's just, I remember hating him. And in that moment, I'm like, damn, <laughs> he's come so far as a character mm-hmm. for me, at least. I don't know. Again, I've, I've never hated the whiny kid character. I tend to like them. So I've never, they developed him. Really hated well. Ahsoka. I've never hated Ezra. I mean, it hates a strong word, but I'm just excited that sure. his evolution wasn't forced. Like, haha. Uh, um, but, like, he also has a cool moment where he jumps across, like, a chasm in that first fight, which is really great and very, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. I like when the ladies were making the plans. It's just, there was a ladies making plans moment where Hera and Sabine were sending the boys off, and I was just like, yes, women, get it done. Um <laughs> When he, when the one dude was like, oh, you know, we have to go send a message out and it's Ezra's secret plan. Um, I can't tell you what it is because it's a what. I thought it might be Bendu. <laughs> the giant mean cloud. I yeah, thought I he was calling I started to think maybe Bendu. Bendu actually is dead. No. Yeah. No, he's one Although with did the you, did you remember what Bendu said, Thrawn, how Thrawn would die? No. Because it happened. Wait. He said, he said, he says, like, you'll go wrapped in cold arms or something like that. <gasps> yeah. Then he gets wrapped in tentacles. Oh. That's so, cool. So do we think that uh, he's dead? No. Where do we think they are? What? I mean, I guess that's kind of next. But, um, well, real, real quick, space whales. Remind us all. where The space whales are from where now? They were at season two. Yeah, I think? Purgles. And they live on Lothal. They no. live in space with the the Imperial. It wasn't even the Empire. It was the whatever mining corp. They were having issues, and the because the space wolves were pretty much eating whatever was being radiated from where they were mining, and so that was a whole storyline. And, and uh, it was a weird one, but it was it was fun. It, it's it's <laughs> nice to have it connect back. Um, it, it almost yeah. felt like a throwaway episode, and even Dave Filoni on Rebels Recon's like, "Yeah, you know, not every episode is a throwaway episode or a filler." And I mean, he made good on that. I love it. Yeah, but- I felt that same way. I and I was saying this before we started the show, but um, when they were talking about like, "Oh, we're gonna get," you know, we have to send out a signal for you know whoever to come help or whatever. I turned into Cole. I was like, "Watch all the whales show up," oh, and then, really? and then, like <laughs> ten minutes later, it's like, brrr, like all the whales. I'm like, "Oh no, Josh, what did They're you do?" Here. I know. 
wait, okay, but I don't see how it didn't hurt their little whale faces when they like rammed them into it and into the into the ships and it all exploded all up on their faces. That couldn't have felt good. I don't. You guys, <laughs> no concern for the space whales from no. these guys apparently. Not a ton. <laughs> I, I just I felt bad for them. Um, I love the continuing motif of fighting these red royal ninja guards oh my gosh seeing that the the, uh, the imperial guards oh, yeah, come out i was cool. like yes and then 10 seconds later they're gone no i wanted more but i but, but they got to use force they did. they did i was gonna say we got to it, see them used for like i want that costume time. come and, on and the moment with that force push throw thing was really well done like yeah. that was a very cool moment um, Go, going back to palpatine i loved how they showed his like fake yeah. persona mm-hmm. because in multiple books and stuff they talk about how mo- the, the the public that's what how they see him like that's what yeah. he looks like to them um and stuff because because they, cool. they fake his appearance and all that so that is cool <clears throat> and like the cool like yeah rejecting it and then having it like flash between both of them and have that like weird satany noise like have it was, yeah, it was cool. legit cool. creepy yeah. yeah totally it's very very cool um and we already talked about how the rebels are terrible and they killed all the people um yeah it just rained corpses at least it was in the ocean love, but it rained corpses but i love thrawn like as soon as like he th- thwarts their plan at the very beginning i'm like yeah ezra this was dumb now they're now the city is just completely wide open like there was there's something so cool and strategic about thrawn that they kept through the whole series and his death moment or whatever that final moment was was so cool i don't know i just i'm very happy with the way that thrawn ended in this series i i would have liked to see him fight a little bit more um but that last moment was pretty cool. I'll admit, I was mm-hmm. kind of hoping that when they were sending out the signal, you know, as opposed to being whales, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to call Saw Guerrera in. Ooh. I thought that would have been kind of a nice little twist. So, yeah, I thought that because the the Rebel Alliance didn't want to help yeah, so I was like, oh. on Lothal, I thought that they were going to show up. Uh, I feel like that made that... the most sense. And that's to why me, I thought but... Saul would show up because you know we got to get someone. Rebels won't help. Let's get this guy. Well, I feel like that would enter some moral ambiguity that they probably don't want to end on. That's um, true. It's all about light and happiness and the fight Thus against the, the, the guy getting <laughs> tentacled. Um. So, what do we think about flashing forward and having kind of a Sabine narrated, you know? retrospective thing at the end and then also was that like lethal at the end that she was chilling on yeah. and the city was all gorgeous okay that was yeah. the same t- wasn't she on the- she was on the same tower that the show opened up on that ezra was in season one right right yeah same shots mm-hmm. and i thought that was nice that was a nice way to like yeah open and close it um so yeah i mean okay well first of all uh what's his face would really be welcomed into like the zeb's family's home world even though he like killed a whole bunch of them i highly i feel that. like zeb kept information from them i think he was like <laughs> yeah i have a friend and i mean i don't think he meant to be like yeah you're gonna live here with him it was you, you didn't do as much damage as you thought yeah i mean the, i think the biggest problem is i didn't mind them like forgiving him 
but they just all looked way too happy. I'm telling you, yeah, he didn't tell them. He's sense. like, hey, this is my buddy. Not, hey, this is the guy that wiped out our peoples. But you guys are okay with that, right? He's also, like, super sexy in cartoon <laughs> world. So maybe they were like, hey, who's your friend? Like, yeah. Oh, are you a hot, callous person? Oh, my God, yes. Like, <laughs> I, I, he's so great. I'm so sad we didn't get more of him. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. Uh. <laughs> I think... Yeah, and then, let's see, so Hera and Rex were rebels, and uh, it's kind of surprised Sabine didn't, you know, do any more Mandalore stuff in her future. I, I was too, although, who knows, she might have gone back and forth. There's still a little well, bit of time gap. I mean, that's I, that's why she gave the saber to Bo-Katan, right? Yeah, she still has a lightsaber with her, too. So I'm curious if she ever used that. She's, she can use it. She's trained in using that. Yeah. But it's just like, I feel like when you give that up, you're giving up uh, your title and your... But her family's on, on Mandalore too, weren't they? Or did they go back to their own little planet? I, I, don't, I don't remember. Know. Do we think baby Sandula is going to be a Jedi? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Not everyone's yeah. a Jedi, Josh. <laughs> That this is why they named him Jason, man. They named him Jason. Like th- that's a Legends character. That's Jason Solo right there, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna come back, probably. Yeah. So I guess that's. Do you guys have anything else to say about the episodes themselves? Well, I was gonna ask, what do you that, think happened to Kanan or not? Say Kanan. Uh, rewind. What do you think happened to Ezra and Thrawn? Oh yeah, I have my own. I think they're theory. probably in like the unknown regions or something. See, I think that that they're in the unknown regions. Right when they jumped into hyperspace, there were no windows in the ship. I could see Thrawn eating it. Kane or Ezra gets heavily scarred and disfigured. You know, oh, he no. ages out there in space. He's in the far <laughs> reaches. No one knows where he is. Years, years pass. You know. All these wars have passed. He has these great bushy eyebrows, and he's gotten all pissed because he's been lost for so many years. Just saying, now I feel like if they really, really wanted to, they could totally make him Snoke. Like, they've <laughs> not saying that he is. I'm not saying Alex, you gotta... I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying that if they really wanted to, they can push that storyline now. Like they fight. I'm gonna could, go ahead and say no. They, they, they could, threw uh... a character out into the outer rim. Like he's he's he's. In the beyond world, you know. I, so I, I like just it. saying. I'm in. I'm just in saying. <laughs> I actually thought the episode was gonna end like eight minutes before it did, when they show Ezra's like goodbye message. Mm-hmm. When he's like, yeah. "Oh, if you're watching this, I'm probably dead," or what you know, whatever he said. It was uh, like Return of the King with like three endings. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, and I don't know if it was at celebration. The original pitch before, I think before Clone Wars became what it was. Yeah, it was before Clone Wars. The original pitch for the TV show was a family, in like a, you know, not like an actual family, but a family of people in space going on adventures around the galaxy. And... We got so much more than that, which is I hilarious. thought, so, yeah. And so what I thought was... And I remember Dave Filoni bringing that up, 
when when the message cuts out and they all look at each other i thought they were going to be like well, let's go find him and they were going to blast off and then that would have been like oh the next show is about like exploring the unknown regions they're going to go back to that old idea mm-hmm. and then they didn't and then and then ahsoka showed up and then i was like oh it's even better now yeah so but, is that the next show is it ahsoka sabine so nicole, nicole wants it to be that very badly as much as I want that, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think so either. Why not? Why? Well, <laughs> I don't think you're. I don't think you'll never see them again. I just don't think that that will be the core focus of the show. Yeah, and if I think they'll show up in the next show, but and and what I'm thinking is if they're if Ezra's you know gone outside of the known galaxy, if they're going to come up with these characters going outside of what we know as Star Wars. I don't think fans are going to necessarily want to, you know, go and see new new things that aren't necessarily Star Wars to them. I think that might push people away. I think it'd be an awesome comic book or movie. Honestly, that'd be a cool movie. Yeah, I don't know. Ahsoka and Sabine travel the universe to find Ezra. Give me that, that movie. That, no, that'd be really cool. I just I could see there there being issues with like let's make a Star Wars movie, but we're not going to put anything familiar in it. Like that might make people, you know not necessarily as interested unless they bring in like the the Yuzen Vong into it which would make a Please lot of God people happy no. <laughs> wait the what the what the who the the Yuzen Vong they were a uh, a race of sentient uh, they're known as the chosen race um, they were oh, from gosh, the uh, what was it the expanded universe they were from a whole other galaxy whole other galaxy like they were impervious to lightsabers uh, it was this giant storyline but they were these like crazy you know, you know, metal music, rock, giant horns look like they're just great here. I guess they were like living shoulder pads. Was with this on your uh, weird things to start? No, Wars but we, sh- we should have no. brought it up. There's a link right there. Should have brought it up because it's yeah, they're like immune to the force and stuff. They're just, I don't know, they're dumb. I, I, I don't I don't mind that idea. I'm sorry, we usually don't say things are dumb because people like them. I think I, they're. Cool, so. I mean, I said the gray Jedi were dumb, so it's okay. Oh my god, <laughs> the image, the image is hilarious. Right? Oh, that's. Great. But I mean, they were they were something that was not traditionally star wars and i think right now with with star wars being where it is in pop culture you would need to have something more familiar uh to bring people in or at least to keep them entertained okay. besides like the hardcore fans right. well can i get an animated movie oh no i i totally think you can do a movie if you want to go crazy with a movie i think so too i just don't know if a series would work i'm going no. to start thinking of my dream casting for those three roles but you can't be like oh they're immune to lightsabers <laughs> okay, those guys i'm off of that now i'm just talking uh, about sabine and ahsoka so oh if yeah, you, yeah if you don't think that's going to be the next feloni show and i want to ask because like this does not end though this is not like a hey peace out forever oh like, no i could see this being a book at the very least or a comic book series would be awesome well, clearly Filoni himself has plans, don't you think, for these characters? Yeah. I think so, too, but I don't think that necessarily means that he'll be producing it. Like the Ahsoka book, he was brought in to, to be a part of it, but he didn't write the book. Which I still have to read. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so if we don't think this the next series is going to involve these two kids as as the leads, what do you guys think his next series is? And do we have confirmation of this happening? Uh, an- another series? Yeah. Pretty Yeah, pretty much. But not like a confirmed date or anything. No, I imagine next year. 
Like, I feel like it'll be on the streaming service. It won't be on... I don't, I don't know that it'll be on Disney XD anymore. It so might we, still be, but I think it'll be on the streaming yeah. service. So, do we think it's going to take place after this? Yeah. See, I, I, I'm I, thinking this is just out of my butt right here, not right now. Um, sorry, I don't know the better <laughs> phrase than that. Um, I, no, I can okay. see episode 9 coming out, them ending that trilogy and that storyline... And unless it's shown in there, I could see the new cartoon series being about uh, Ray training these new Jedi. Because you can do a whole series with that. I don't think it necessarily has to do with these characters. Yeah, I have a whole different thought. I like that thought. Though. I think that the ne- because we got a we got a prequel show, a uh, 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 original trilogy show. I think we're gonna get uh, a show about Luke training Jedi. And here's my conspiracy theory about this. Like, like we know that after that, Luke did train a bunch of Jedi, and he traveled the galaxy looking for artifacts Ezra. and temples and things. Perfect setup for a bunch of adventures. Perfect setup to run into Ahsoka and Sabine out there doing stuff. But, like, uh, but not only that, what's so Mark cool. Hamill doing lately? And also, he's a voice actor. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding? With the residuals, yes. though, he can, after today... He's on easy street. He doesn't have to do anything anymore, ever. <laughs> oh, no, but how great would it be to get Mark Hamill to voice all that would be They awesome. didn't even get him to I voice agree. his characters, though, on, on uh, what it was, uh, the the Forces of Destiny. Okay, well, this is different. Yeah, you know? but he was, yeah, but that's young Luke. He, could, he yeah. still sounds the same. You well, make middle-aged Luke. Slightly cranky. You can do that. <laughs> I think after after Sidious doing his thing, and I, I don't know, I, I think, I think, I don't know, but I agree, Josh, that it's definitely going to be that time period. I don't think it's going to focus on Luke. I feel like we might flirt with Luke, but I feel I'll like... I'll flirt with Luke. Oh, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, considering Clone Wars was like before, and this t- period was before, I don't think that, that I think... They're going to use these animated series to kind of fill in gaps, and I, I feel like we're going to do a before again here. You know what would be nice? To have a, a story about, a, again, another group of rebels, but have it take place throughout the original trilogy storyline. Kind of like uh, where you have a group of rebels that fought during the Battle of Hoth, that fought on Endor and all that stuff, but you just ne- didn't necessarily see the main characters from right. the movie. I think that would be kind of fun the- to do. That was another thing. They confirmed that it is Rex in Return yes, of the Jedi. Yeah. So I think it'd be kind of cool to be like, hey, there were other troopers with Rex, and apparently Hera fought on Endor too, but we didn't see that part of the battle, so show us some of that. And there you can pull in Hera. Theoretically, Zeb might be there. You know, show us, show us some of that other side of the story, and you can still bring in characters like Hera, Zeb, Luke, all these other people all together at the same time. I would also offer my thing that i've said before which is i'd be up for a series that focuses on the other side too yeah that'd be fun um, just to get some actual like pleasant would, happy positive would they do that? well i guess it depends I, on how no, it ends though show... wouldn't it like are you going to show the empire as good people and they always you know they see the empire as good or will they switch to the rebellion and over time see you the have fault to have them switch yeah. I don't know, or maybe like I have a schism in between. I don't know. I just I feel like it would be interesting to flesh out some of the lower level, like empire people, the same way we flesh out the lower level rebels in the series. Um, they should know? just do a whole show about droids. 
I mean, the other thing that they could do is they could do the Jedi Academy show and then they just use Mark Hamill sparingly, right? Because you have yeah. to assume he's not the only teacher there. <laughs> this series finale would be all the kids getting killed. Yeah, it would. Oh my god. I mean, there's no other or, way to end it. <laughs> well, we've or already Alex, tried that ground in Star Wars, so or Alex, Jedi's. no, no, what? nothing new. What if the end of the first season is that, and then you get to have it after that? And then you realize that one of the kids like is the still survivors, alive. if yeah. there were any survivors. You know what? Well, think about. Oh, sorry. Continue. Go I ahead. was, no, I was going to say uh, Knights of Ren. Like you can definitely yeah. have. Like how, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, like what Josh is saying, you, you, s- you can end it at season one where this happens, and then you have this storyline of the Knights of Ren doing their thing, and who knows, maybe some of Luke's uh, Padawans could have survived, and you have this story that continues between these two sides all the way up to the point to where the Knights of Ren are either disbanded or something happens to them, and the same thing with these Jedi, and then that leads you well, into The about- Force Awakens. Well, that's great, and I think that you got to remember too. Like, if this is going to be on the streaming platform, that's not Disney XD, so they that's could. Filoni could maybe have earned his his kid cred, and they might let him do something a little more mature in the same style because they're going to have their own streaming service. They could do whatever they want. I'd be good with it as long as it's know. not. Um, which I don't think I'd ever worry about Star Wars doing anything like gratuitously violent. I don't think that's a. I don't think that would ever fit in the Star Wars world, and they've never done that. So I don't think I'd worry too much about that. I- I like the way they handle violence in Star Wars quite a bit. I wanted to do an episode on that. We um, should. Because I think I think they do a really good job. Despite what we're saying, where there's all these kind of story inconsistencies and kind of character inconsistencies that come up from it, I think it does let the story, therefore, shine. The main point yeah. of the story shine, well, and it kind of glosses And you guys that. made a good point, too, is you have a rating for Y7. You want to make sure it's still within a certain age range for kids to enjoy, too, but also adults. So you kind of have to be right. flexible with that. But you gotta remember when we were kids, like old school cartoons somehow has sometimes had some dark stuff in it they did. too. Like yeah. it's it's a little bit of a new sensitivity that we have. But I'm glad, yeah. Star. I mean, I, I we should know. definitely do. Here's that the other episode, question: though. if yeah. they if they don't do if okay, so if they since the show had to be Y seven, that probably limited them a lot. If they don't put the show on Disney XD and they don't have to adhere to that, does the show get slightly darker? I think, yeah. Yes. Well, I think it depends on what the what the um, what the subject matter is too. Like, you can go super dark yeah. if you bring in some stories about the Sith and the Jedi. Um, yeah. I think it depends also too is the subject matter versus where Sith and the Jedi is kind of more of this fantasy violence where you kind of get you know the dark versus the light. Whereas if you do something with the Empire... Right. That and all the wounds get cauterized, yeah. so there's no blood. But if you do something with the know? Empire, you start getting a little too much into... And, and this is just me thinking. Um, like World War II Nazis and, you know... Nazis. You don't stuff. necessarily <laughs> want to get too into that kind of stuff. Like, that's where you have to be careful right. with the way that you portray, you know, something... I mean, they were based on, on you know, stormtroopers, the Nazis and all that stuff. You have that right. connection. You don't want to go too much into that. Yeah, Totally have to be sensitive mm-hmm. to that. Um, but, like, just thinking back on the Clone Wars, which is such an interesting series, because there are some episodes that are fit for, like, a newborn. And then there are some episodes that are really dark, where people are getting, like, decapitated on camera. Or Jar Jar's dancing and... on a table. <laughs> yeah, it spans the spectrum. And I feel like that might be more of a vibe that you could get once you go off Disney XD, is something that can have that range. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, gosh, so, I mean, 
I'm just, I, I was skeptical about Rebels. Um, I was like, uh, is it going to be too family silly? They're all acting like best friends. And is it just going to be these silly little adventures? But gosh, this is my favorite Star Wars thing. Like, I, these past couple episodes were so beautifully animated and scored. And I loved the conceptual arts, the, the, the how dark it got, how weird it got. Um, I just absolutely adore it. I'm so glad that I watched it. Yeah, it was. Those yeah. are kind of my my closing rebels. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it was an ending that I expected, but I think it worked really well, and I really liked how they jumped forward a number of years, and they kind of told the place of where all the characters were during the original trilogy, and how how you're gonna have these new adventures with Ahsoka and Sabine, and I really like Sabine's new paint job on her armor, and the short hair I too. Like I like that. I love her yeah. so much. I, it was so funny. I heard someone call her old lady Sabine. I'm like, she's still like 20. Yeah, she, at oh at most, she's what, 26, 27? 27, yeah. At the most, <laughs> yeah. It's like... Mandalorians age well. Yeah. They do, yeah. Anyway. Um, Star Wars. I think that's probably it. It is. We had a good discussion here. A good, healthy discussion and we and we filled out our time so that's good but anyways we'll see you guys two weeks from now when we do some other episode that we haven't decided on yet we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll figure it out we always figure it out like the day of where i was like what do you want to talk about this all right cool. it's, it's funny because i i messaged you guys earlier like let's do a star wars mobile games thing but i feel like we already did that <laughs> there's so many games out there we should definitely do that and definitely do the whole violence episode i think those would be really yeah. fun we should do a game, a Star Wars games episode. I need to oh, contact yeah, well, someone about an interview about that one, too. Just do it. Potential. I know someone who worked on a Star Wars video <gasps> game. But, guys, like, new movies, <clears throat> new TV shows, new theme parks, we're never going to be done. This is nope. just... This is forever. only the beginning. And then we have <laughs> conventions coming up, which I'm sure they're going to be posting exclusives. Like, I'm hoping, because Han Solo will have come out before... Uh, San Diego Comic Con. I'm, I'm curious to see what the Star Wars uh, pavilion will look like. Like, will they give us hints to something new? Will they give us, you know, there's always something cool there. And I'm curious to see if they'll even have a panel. Mm hmm. Very exciting. Maybe the first nope. teaser trailer to. Uh, oh, no, because they, they just finished writing, didn't they? For episode nine? In episode nine, yeah. That, I think they start filming very mm. soon. So <laughs> there is no footage. <laughs> that's exciting though not not yet anyway and it's not coming out till december of next yep. year so well, I'm excited. it's almost like waiting two years but remember how great jj is on set with all of his fun little things so i'm looking forward to that again uh-huh it's yeah. gonna be exciting really cool. you know eternity of star wars <laughs> yep and eternity anyways We'll see you guys later, and uh, may the force be with you. Kiss Bye. your purgle tonight. Bye.